Hello, hello, and welcome to a new episode of our podcast, Puedo Aprender Inglés. Hey there, guys and gals. Are you ready to talk about one of the most epic fantasy series of all time? That's right. Today, we're diving into the world of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Lord of the Rings. But before you run away, worry not, friend. We're not dealing with the fantasy aspect of the book, but rather the whole story behind its edition, translation, adaptation, and so on. I mean, when you first pick up a copy of The Lord of the Rings, it's easy to be intimidated by its sheer size. I mean, you look at the book and it looks like a brick. But have you ever stopped to think about how much this series has actually changed over the years? With over 50 different editions and reportedly over 87 translations, the story has undergone some incredible transformations over the years. And considering that it's not that old, it was published at around 1950, so it's not even a hundred years. That's pretty impressive. All right, let's start with the different versions of the book. Of course, there's the original three-volume set, the one-volume edition, and the deluxe edition that comes with a beautiful slipcase and illustrations. And let's not forget about the movies, of course, which brought the story to life in a whole different way. But what really caught my attention were uh, the translations and iterations through editing. Did you know that The Lord of the Rings has been translated over 87 times, according to some people? Uh, 17 of these translations has been like super revised translation and it's been translated into 57 different languages that is really insane each of these translations brings its own unique take to the story you know it's no big news that when you translate from one language to another not everything is going to communicate perfectly the same But, for example, did you know that the Swedish translation has an entirely different title? Uh, instead of being called the Lord of the Rings, it's called Sagan om Ringen, which means something like the Tale of the Ring. So, of course, there's gonna be changes when you translate. But with all these different versions and translations, I started to wonder How much do they really change the story? Because sure, a different cover, and yes, there are over 900 of them, or an alternative title may not seem like a big deal. But what about the content? For example, in the Spanish translation, according to some sources, one of the characters, Tom Bombadil, is completely left out. 
Now, if you're a fan of the series, you know that Tom plays a pretty significant role in the story, so leaving him out could drastically change the reader's experience. You could make that argument. But not only the translation. What really caught my attention is that this was not the intentional way that the book was published. The author originally intended to print a whole, like, big, 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 big novel with, like, different volumes in it, and each volume would have two books. So it, it was supposed to be, like, a collection, not published in three different sets. So the author had been working on this book for probably more than 10 years before it was even published. And this book and the stories in the book are based on previous things that he had worked on. So the author had notes upon notes and upon notes. I mean, the final version is, you know, 9,000 pages, right? I don't know how long, but it's really long. But you cannot grasp how many notes and versions and editions of the book the author, even before publishing for the first time, went through. I mean, he couldn't decide the name of the books until the publishing dates or near the publishing dates. Uh, he debated over the names of the places in the book. Uh, because he invented languages in the book, then of course there were mistakes in the different ed editions and they had to go back and fix and look at his notes. And a lot of the editions happened after his death. The nice thing about it is that uh, his son, Christopher Tolkien, was heavily involved in the translation processes and the editing. Um, he would write and correspond letters to his father during uh, his father's original iterations and, and notes and editions. So he was pretty aware of the intentions of the book. So even with all the different versions, his son, I think, probably did a really good job assuring that the heart of the story remained pretty similar throughout. But even so, uh, there was a version of the book published in the United States that was not approved because the copyright had been forgotten. And so a random person uh, basically published a version of the book that was not paying royalties to the author. <laughs> and that was a, a huge argument uh, and a huge fight between the author and the publishing house that did that. Um, and so, yeah, I got to thinking, you know, if this book that has been out for, you know, somewhere over close, not even 100 years, some, something like 80 years, has had so many different changes, so many different editions, so many different covers, so many different translations. The names of the people have changed. The, some of the aspects of the languages invented in the book have changed. Um, it got me thinking, you know, like, how have older books and older series that have had multiple writers and authors and editors involved in changing the book over time, how much has the message changed? That got me very, very, very curious. And so, yeah, in conclusion, I think 
J.R.R. Tolkien's *The Lord of the Rings* is a masterpiece of literature, and it really captured the hearts and imaginations of people all over the world with its characters, from Frodo and Sam to Aragorn and Legolas.、Uh, especially in the movies, the people developed this very close connection to the characters in the new TV shows that are coming out about the series. Um, but the complexity and the、uh, ability for the characters to be relatable,、uh, and the intricacy of the transformations with the translation and the additions—it's pretty astounding that the heart of the story has remained pretty constant. It's a testament of. To the power of storytelling, it's no wonder that this book is considered one of the greatest stories ever told. So I'm curious to see how it continues to change in the future,、uh, and I'm curious to see what you think about this book, the differences in editions, the whole story behind it, how difficult it is to publish, translate, edit, and copyright. And if you know any other stories of this same thing happening to other famous books, I really, really, really want to know your opinion. So please follow us on Instagram,、uh, in with our handle at teaching underscore you underscore, or find us on TikTok <laughs> under our name teaching you, and the same with YouTube, and write a comment. I am looking forward to reading your response, and of course, looking forward to bringing you a new story next week. Thank you so much for joining me today, and I hope that this was good practice for you. So this is a wrap, folks. Remember to subscribe, and let's see. Let's see what happens with this podcast next week. I'll catch you next time. Si este episodio te hizo feliz, compártelo en tus redes por WhatsApp, por Instagram. Y asegúrate de seguirnos para no perderte nuestra próxima clase gratuita.